0: You know, you could go to Walmart with hundreds and hundreds of people. And we mm-hmm. went through Christmas with this. People were shopping everywhere. Malls, I mean, the casinos, they were all full. And, you know, you have these little guys that they're fighting against. Our, you know, our own local governors. St. Louis County is still going through it. They still can't open up past midnight. Um, so they hit us at 11 o'clock here. And um, I was very, I mean, I, was, I got involved in a lawsuit. And fu- I sued the county with another... Uh, restaurant on Main Street. And we filed for a temporary restraining order to try to get that stopped and lost. We went to court and lost. Um, But then we kind of started doing our homework. And I was very lucky to have a great lawyer that really got to the bottom of it. As we went and got depositions from the county, we found out that there was no science done. There's no, you know, epidemiology where they would go and take samples and, and find out if there's COVID, you know, in bars or restaurants more prevalent or anything like that. And the county had no idea. They were just following the leader across the country. and But meanwhile, it's businesses like me and Jeff and a lot of our friends that are struggling, not only because people don't want to come in our bars and restaurants because they deem it's not safe, but then you're going to cut our hours. And so we, we, we put an end to that, and that was a big win for us in this county. And like I said, there's still parts of this country all over the place that are are still fighting that same fight, and there's no merit to it. When you have 100% of the businesses open, but only 50% of
1: the people feel safe enough to go out, you're already behind the eight ball. Mm-hmm. And then when you start cutting our hours even more, you know, I mean, you're, you're just, you're begging for bars to go out of business at that point. You know, that's why I looked at it at least. Yeah. You know, and I know plenty of them that have. Luckily, I've been able to survive. Kyle's been able to survive. The Cerebral
2: Entertainment
3: Podcast.
1: Podcast. Podcast. Podcast.
3: Hey, thank you for checking into this edition of the Cerebral Entertainment Podcast. For this episode, Colt and I bring you part two of our discussion with our friends, Kyle Dent and Jeff Britton. Kyle is the owner of Shamrock's Pub & Grill in St. Peter's, Missouri, and Jeff is the owner of Exit 6 Pub & Brewery in Colloville, Missouri. During this episode, you will hear us catch up with these small business owners on topics regarding the challenges they faced during the COVID pandemic and some of the seemingly nonsensical restrictions that have abounded during these times, as well as how you as a consumer can support the local businesses that are indeed the foundation of our communities. If you are in the St. Louis area, then be sure to stop in and visit Shamrock's Pub and Grill, located at 4177 Veterans Memorial Parkway, St. Peter's, Missouri, and Exit 6 Pub and Brewery, located at 50. 55 Highway Inn in St. Charles, Missouri. You shan't be disappointed, I promise. So get out there and support local businesses, and as always, prepare to keep your brains warm. Now, without further introduction, here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to yet another riveting edition of the Cerebral Entertainment Podcast. I am James, and with me as always is my good friend, Colt. Yes, sir. And with us today, we have returning guests, Mr. Kyle Dent of Shade Hub Pub and Grill. We have Jeff Britton of Exit 6 Pub and Brewery. How are you, sir? I'm fine. It's good to see you gentlemen again. Appreciate good to see you too. back on, man. We, uh, like I said earlier, when we were talking before we hit record, we re-released, replayed our previous episode when COVID was first ravaging our world, our planet Earth, everywhere. And of course, we were talking about how its its effects on small business were very difficult. And so we wanted to check back in, see what progress we've made, see what we've got in the future, and just kind of wrap about it a little bit. So... Once again, glad to have you guys on. So
2: yeah,
0: thanks for having us again.
3: You bet, man. Where should we start? I mean, what's one what's- of the good
1: things? We're actually doing this face to face this time, as opposed yeah. to via Zoom. I think yeah. that
3: that notes some progress right there, right? Yeah. We're able to actually
2: commune together in person. Yeah. Absolutely. I didn't right? even
1: know what Zoom was twelve months ago. Yeah,
2: I don't think you knew what Zoom was until that day that we recorded because we no, had. Like- I was
1: just very hungover that day, <laughs> yeah. and I'm so over Zoom now.
0: I have yeah, right? Zoom so much. Right? Have you done a, a Zoom conference call? Uh, oh, yeah! Everybody talking over each other. The old people can't figure it out. It's the worst, man.
3: <laughs> I don't. It, it's a science to try to know when to talk and when yeah. to not talk. And yeah, it's it. I think we've learned a lot through that.
1: I personally, I could. I'd go another couple of of years of old man getting caught jerking off on
3: camera. <laughs> 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 so I'm okay with
2: that. All right, I'm, that's I'm the good thing that I'll give you that. There's okay. humor in it for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah.
3: Now the technology basically exploded during covid and so you know that uh, all that conference call technology and everything like that people had to you had to come to terms with it you had to get to know it you had to get used to it because that, that was the state of affairs and if it weren't for zoom and things like that i don't everything would have just shut down everything would have been dead and yeah. so e- e- even the podcast i mean so we've got to give some credit to to zoom where credit's due even though we're sick of it now we want to be back in person and be with each other like this but um, a lot of things COVID had to teach us. Had that we had to make changes and adjustments to. And I know in business that had to have been double, triple than yeah. just you know everything else. So, what kind of changes, adjustments have you guys had to make that's still kind of carrying over? And um, are some of those permanent? And are we are we having to stick with some of those changes, or are we able to kind of slowly progress back into quote unquote normalcy? Okay. Go ahead. Uh, I
0: guess. Good. I mean, I think the mask is the biggest thing that our staff had to wear. You know, at, at the beginning you know, when mask, the culture was becoming, you know, we were, we were having to do that. And then, you know, then we had to make the decision that all our employees had to do it. And I know out here in St. Charles, we've never had a mask mandate. Um, but here we, you know, we made sure people were bitching and, you know, people want us to have masks on our staff. and uh, But that that was probably the biggest thing, um, the cleanliness and, you know, the extra cost of paper menus that, you know, you just throw away as soon as one person touched it, that's mm when we spent thousands of dollars on menus it was it sucked but um we're starting to you know we're starting to get back to normal you know as the vaccines get going too i think you know we'll we'll start to find that that's starting to slip away as well too
3: you've never had a mask mandate out here
0: never in st charles no
3: really wow Kind of I don't know if
0: you're aware, but in St. Charles, coronavirus doesn't exist.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's a hoax made up by the liberal media. So we're okay out here. It's not until you cross the bridge that that you have to worry about it. I got that. Okay. But only between the hours of 11 p.m. and 10 a.m. Just yeah. otherwise you, it's, you're safe. Got you. Okay. Or if you're at a church or Walmart, <laughs> you're still safe. Yeah,
3: It's yeah. very true. What about over to exit six? What kind of changes did you have to make adjustments and,
1: and, well, I mean, we went two months of not being open to the public, you know, where people weren't allowed to step foot in the building. You know, that was, that was the biggest shock for me. Uh, you know, same thing where you had to go with, uh, um, paper menus and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. I mean, brewing beer, the, one of the biggest keys to that is cleanliness. So being clean, that, that wasn't a big, big change for us, but, uh, you know, just just everything else. Like, please buy beer. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's and that that was the most difficult thing for us was getting people to buy beer from me instead of the gas station or you know a six pack at, at Schnucks. You can come and get a crawler from me. You know, mm-hmm. and it started off awesome. And you know, everybody like you're wearing that shirt right now. You know, people yes, were is. supporting local, and it was a rallying cry for us. And it, it I know that probably saved me for those couple of months. Um, because everybody did. They were purposefully coming out because I was an independent business. Uh, that's one thing I wish stuck around. You know, it would be the one thing of Corona that actually mm-hmm. seemed to do do us good for the community. And it disappeared real fast, though. So. Really? Yeah,
0: unfortunately. I think we're starting to see a little bit more again now. I think some of the stimulus money is helping, and you're starting to see yeah. people flood into bars and restaurants again.
1: We are seeing um, people again. Like you said, you know, I can't tell you the number of people that came in and said, oh, it's so nice to be out and about again i finally got my first shot so my wife is more comfortable with me leaving or i'm more comfortable whatever the case may be uh you know so i have noticed that the the uh, the vaccines are are certainly helping but uh yeah the whole sense of support local is is the one thing that really hit me the hardest
0: Hmm. yeah i think you know i I think one of the funnest parts and now you look back it's fun but both of us got very creative with how we were trying to earn business I mean, Jeff had a guy in a ty- tyros- er, Tyrannosaurus Rex costume delivering beer with him, <laughs> and he started a really great Facebook group. I think that was, I mean, to look at another car, co- you know, an owner. I mean, Jeff was always had, always had a really great relationship. The beer group that you started, that just like the explaining, I guess, kind of the.
1: I called it uh, St. Charles Beer at Forward, and it was basically just sign up for this group, post your address, and then somebody brings you beer, you know. Just kind of a, and then if someone brings you a beer, go take beer to somebody else that posted their address. You know, my goal was, was just to try and make people smile during all of this shit. I mean, you guys remember how fucking miserable it was, you know, going through all of that. And I personally went through my most difficult year of my life in so many, many different ways. Um. I just try to get someone to smile. And I figure, you know, what's the best way to get someone to smile other than free beer? Right. Know? Absolutely. So, <laughs> uh, we have like 600 members in there. And as far as I know, at least all 600 have gotten one delivery. So
2: dang. It's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, it, was, it was cool. It was I would, funny. I was listening to that podcast again. And you were saying, like, Jeff, you were saying, like, three weeks, I'm going to be okay. Four weeks, I'm going to start getting worried. Six weeks, we're going to have a problem. So Thank now, God it only lasted six weeks. <laughs> now we're a year later. And you survived. All right. Yes. You're, or you're surviving. How what would you how would you describe that?
1: Surviving. Still is, surviving. Is, okay. Ac- it would be a little more accurate than survived. Okay. Um, still scared, still nervous, still way down. Um, ran the numbers, you know, for, for tax purposes just recently, so for, for my twenty twenty. And about thirty five percent. Compared to years past. Wow. Yeah, that hurts. Yeah. it hurts. So, you know, there's no savings. There's no nothing, anything like that. It's all just what bills do I get to pay this month? So far, we're able to pay the bills. But, you know, it kind of goes back to that whole when everybody was super support local, support local. And now they're like, support local, but yeah, Applebee's does have $1 Long Islands this month, you yeah. know, right. kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, we would have been fine, you know. Wide open if everybody could could still have that same
2: mentality. Have you thought about doing one dollar Long Island?s
1: I have. I have <laughs> thought about it, and I've decided
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> that always works out well. Yeah, yeah. Just pump as much booze down people's throats as you can. See how it works and out. Get uh-huh. them behind the wheel of their car and <laughs> yeah. do it all
1: for pennies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So it sounds like the moral of the story is we
1: need to continue to promote small business forever. Or do our next
0: recording at Applebee's. Yes. Right. <laughs> I don't think we would have as much leeway, but Yeah. Definitely <laughs> yeah. support local, all the big chains. They don't need they don't give a shit about you. Go and go and support us little guys that that are trying to fight that are living an actual dream instead of, you know, a billionaire with his, you know, multi million dollar mansion. Yeah. Those guys are all still getting PPP loans and whatnot, too. I never got a dime. You never
1: did. Not one penny. Why? Mm. Uh, I think I'm too small, actually. I don't think I have enough employees. The first time I applied for it, uh, they said, sorry, the money ran out. We we don't have it anymore. Mm. Um, I applied for it the second time, and it's still up in the air as far as I know. Nobody's ever contacted me. I've hit up a couple of different banks like, hey, guys can – Anybody do anything for me? And they're like, well, you don't even have five employees. I'm like, yeah, no shits because I lost them all. (laughs) 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 Right. Uh, So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is nobody has helped me whatsoever. My landlord never helped me. Banks have not helped me. Government hasn't helped me. Mm -hmm. Counting on my customers, man. Luckily, I've got an incredible, incredible
0: group of customers. Good. That mean the world to me. Yeah. Yeah. I've been a little more lucky. I, I did get PPP money twice. Um, so that's taken the stress level out of it a lot. Um, you know, when you get that money, it seems like the stress is gone and then you start to go through it and you realize, fuck, we really did need this money. You know, like it's, you know, the overhead that you have in, I was the same way the this building is owned by the Stan Kroenke group, which he's the biggest piece of shit in the world. He, uh, there was no leeway with him. There was no. Hey, you know, like a lot of landlords besides both bars said, you know, if you just want to tack on two months at the end of the lease, we'll, you know, we'll do that. But they didn't give a shit. So that sucked.
3: Why is that? Why are the landlords? I mean, are the, is it a trickle down? Like the banks keep... Because they're assholes. Yeah. Is, is that it though? That's I mean, how
0: you get rich. Yeah. But the ones that had hearts, you know, th- those are the people that were leaning on their, their tenants. But everybody else, you know, like Stan Kroken, not only did he say... We're not going to do anything for you, but in his email to us said, we still have to pay our bills, so you have to pay yours. Damn. It was cute of him. Right.
3: Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I could see someone who is that super rich. He, It's not really going to affect him either way if this building is empty, like yeah. if you have to shut down. But for someone, I don't know about your landlord, for someone who's a little smaller in, in the tax bracket area, if they are not getting the rent from you, then what good is that doing them in the first place? So why, right. would, why would they not want, want to help you? Yeah. So the money trickles up from, from right. There. So that, that doesn't make sense to me. I don't know how that works. And at that time, I seriously doubt there were a lot of people knocking on their doors, wanting to get in to business. And people weren't really trying to start unless you already had a lot of money at that point in time. People really aren't trying to start businesses in, in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. So that, yeah. that just defies
0: all logic to me how, how that could happen. I don't yeah. understand that. But yeah, we've seen we I mean out here we've seen some businesses open. We've seen a lot close, a lot close. Um, the SBA
1: is giving away money. Super, super cheap right now. If I, you want to
0: actually take a risk and
1: open a business right now. Right. As long as you don't want to sell food or alcohol. Yeah. And if you want to sell food or alcohol, get fucked. But yeah. no, if you want to oh, open man. up a business, right now is the time to do it because money is cheap. Yeah. See there
2: for a second before you said beer and alcohol, or beer and food, I was going to be like, man, have you thought about closing and reopening? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, But no. No. As soon as
1: they find out you want to serve food yeah. or beer, there. They wash their hands. That's crazy. Why? Too volatile. Yeah. I mean, it's already the most volatile business in the world. You know, I mean, they say what ninety percent, fifty percent of restaurants close in two years. Mm, you yeah. know, and now when the world can't go out, it makes it even you no. Know, that number's got to be even higher. Yeah. Okay. So, Why is it so volatile in the first place? What makes Cause it people more? don't know what the fuck they're doing? Yeah. You, you, know, have, to do it, you it have to do it. You have to do it right from the get. I
0: mean, both of us almost at that. Both of us have had our times, multiple times, that we've almost failed and closed our doors. It's not easy to make people happy in this industry. It's you're dealing with people. For some reason, we deal with people that think they can speak however they want to our 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 staff, to us. Um, you know, the review sites you have Yelp and TripAdvisor and Google and Facebook, and they're constantly voicing their opinions. And you don't, no one goes to their dentist and starts screaming at their dentist because they didn't fill their cavity, right? You know, if they're food comes out you know not the way they want it you know the first thing is to demean a staff member Mm. or 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 say something nasty about us online no one wants to talk to you face to face but they want to they want to voice their opinion right i don't think most people realize how
1: difficult it is to run a business like this everybody's Mm -hmm. like oh man i'd love to own my own bar where i can just hang out and drink for free and all my friends can come up and drink for free you know, they don't drop beer off for nothing here, you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. at, at, at exit six. I, I still got to pay for all of that. And you yeah. still have to pay your employees. And insurance is astronomical, especially when you got to factor in alcohol insurance. Mm. You know, it's expensive. It's difficult. You don't just get to hang out, get drunk every night for free and get all your friends drunk. And that's what most people do, I think. It's like, yeah, I own my own bar. Come on up. You know, drinks around on me tonight. And suddenly they realize, you know, you have to have responsibility.
0: And- yeah. Yeah. Now the bills have to be paid,
3: yeah. right? Yeah. So, were there any programs that any other programs that were helpful at all through all of this? Did you get any more I assistance? Think that's about it. I mean, no.
0: really. I mean, I think the only thing. I mean, they at one point they they shut us down at eleven o'clock, so it was almost they were fighting against us. So for some reason, and it's countrywide, it's probably worldwide that bars and restaurants got this blame. It's kind of like the toilet paper thing. Like everybody collected toilet paper for no fucking reason. They also picked on the bar and restaurant industry for really no reason they you know you could go to walmart with hundreds and hundreds of people and we mm-hmm. went through christmas with this people were shopping everywhere malls i mean the casinos they were all full and you know you have these little guys that they're fighting against our you know our own local governors st louis county is still going through it they still can't open up past midnight um so they hit us at 11 o'clock here and um i was very i mean I, was, I got involved in a lawsuit, and fu- I sued the county with another uh, restaurant on Main Street. And we filed for a temporary restraining order to try to get that stopped and lost. We went to court and lost. Um, but then we kind of started doing our homework, and I was very lucky to have a great lawyer that really got to the bottom of it. As we went and got depositions from the county, we found out that there was no science done. There's no... You know, the epidemiology, where they would go and take samples and and find out if there's COVID, you know, in bars or restaurants, more prevalent or anything like that. And the county had no idea; they were just following the leader across the country. And but meanwhile, it's businesses like me and Jeff and a lot of our friends that are struggling, not only because people don't want to come to our bars and restaurants because they deem it's not safe, but then you're going to cut our hours. And so we 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 put an end to that, and that was a big win for us in this county and. Like I said, there's still parts of this country all over the place that are they're still fighting that same fight, and there's no merit to it.
1: When you have 100% of the businesses open, but only 50% of the people feel safe enough to go out, you're already behind the eight ball. Mm-hmm. And then when you start cutting our hours even more, you know, I mean, you're, you're just you're begging for bars to go out of business at that point. You know, that's the way I looked at it, at least. Yeah. You know, and I know plenty of them that have. Luckily, I've been able to survive. Kyle's been able to survive. But when you're just keep picking at us and picking at us and, and making it more and more difficult to do our jobs. You know, I could sell, let's just, you know, for ease of math, $1,000 between 4 p.m. and 10 p.m. I'll do another $1,000 between 10 and 12. And my bartender is going to make $500 between the, in that time frame, you know, because that's all my late night crowd. It's my industry people. It's fellow bartenders and servers who's who do work at big box stores or whatever that close at 11 or 10 and then they come up and they see me you know and they tip well they buy a lot you know it's a good time and that's we do almost 50 percent of our business post 10 p.m you know and whenever you take that away from us i mean that everyone looks at it like oh you're only having to close two extra hours yeah but they're my busiest two hours yeah you right. know financially maybe right. not for total number of people but in amounts sold or yeah. Made right, you know.
0: Yeah, I think that's I think that's part. Those hours keep me and you sane. I mean, I think most business owners, because that's the funnest part, because mm-hmm. you're getting around. It's like your own little like you know, site or you know, like group or group thing where you get together and you talk about your problems and you sit around and you bitch that this customer did this and they got a shitty tip and and then you kind of work together and at the end of the night you're you got a buzz and then you you go and you start the day over again. But you're you're with the same group of people. I know your bar. You know, it, there's a zero percent chance of either us coming in either of our bars and not knowing someone. Right. Zero. Yeah. yeah. And that's and it's but that's the fun part of it. Yeah. We you know that's that's what makes us have a really good time in our restaurants and takes the stress away.
3: Mm. Right.
2: But as of right now, like hours and everything are back to normal, right? Mm-hmm. Capacity isn't limited or anything like no. that, right? So now Saint it's just Charles a matter is, of getting people not scared to come out to the. Business. We are the
1: wild wild west out here right now. I mean, it's just. <laughs> made the strongest survive you know yeah
2: yeah so. Hmm. so help
3: me with this logic if you can where did the 11 o'clock thing come from like, like when did assholes this, is that a magic I mean, number no, <laughs> you're
1: gonna get you're gonna open up a can of worms here that i will fucking go off because these people are fucking savages forgive my language The fuck every single one of these assholes that are doing this shit for no other reason than fucking
0: votes yeah. That's Sorry. the other thing. So That's the other thing we would have... If, if, we, if it wasn't an election year, I, I've said this a ton. We've talked about this a ton, that I would have loved to see it not happen, COVID happen in a non-election year to see if what really got... I think it would have got done quicker. Yeah. It
1: would be over by now.
0: It'd be, it'd be done.
1: Mm.
0: Um, and whichever way you look at it, whether you're red or you're blue, it's... It, they don't... They were there for themselves. And it really seems like that. In our counties, you talk about the 11 p.m. hour. We don't... There's... I have I have a glass back there um, that one of our food companies made and it said um, no COVID passed the magical hour of eleven PM and they don't there was no thing. The 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 county exec the health director told me under oath that he compared COVID to getting AIDS or gonorrhea in a bar because when you drink more, you're more likely to share diseases. Loose morals if you okay. Know, that that's what how, that's how you get COVID. So they originally said they were going to do nine o'clock, and then they agreed upon eleven o'clock.
3: Okay. So I'm, I'm coming along here because this is a, an honest question on my part. Cause I don't I don't get it. I didn't understand. So we're getting somewhere with the votes, right? That mm-hmm. makes a little sense. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's even partially for the illusion of safety for the public. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is what we're doing. So you vote for me because I am keeping you safe by keeping these places closed
0: more, so we can stop the spread of COVID. Or the other way. So now we have – our county executive is a Republican out here. So he said – Hence a, the no
1: mask mandate.
0: No mask mandate. No rules. No – I mean, why West? They, they would do whatever they want. Okay. So he was trying to get his votes the other way. Come to St. Charles County. Start your business in St. Charles County because we're not going to handcuff you like St. Louis County did with a Democratic executive. Gotcha. Okay.
3: So it's one extreme But or the
1: then other. they realized that that brought over – People from St. Louis. <laughs> yeah, you saw my pause. That was A dramatic. What did effect. they call them? They called them uh, oh. Metro.
0: Oh, I forgot. Uh, they
1: had this super offensive term that they used for St. Charles. They they decided they were going to go to eleven o'clock because staying open till one was bringing over the urban, uh, yeah, the uh, urban twenty-somethings, urban twenty-something. So. Read between in, the lines. In, in writing. We all know what the hell that means. Jesus. In writing, they wow, put that, yeah. and nobody
0: fucking raised an eyebrow about right. it. Right? No kidding. No one said a word, and so the order that they put out, it was done by our county executive. It was done by our health, um, uh, the guy that was in charge of the health department, and two lawyers. They said, so when we go and get them deposed and they're under oath, neither neither of the people that were there could pick out what part they wrote. The guy with the signature on the bottom of it, the guy that is the head of the health department in St. Charles, could not tell me what sentences he had, and so he he's saying this is all my responsibility. I'm trying to keep everybody safe, but he couldn't tell you what he fucking wrote on the on the order. Jeez. So that's why it kind of got ended. It's the most really, corrupt yeah. bullshit. It, it, it really is. Ever And when we dug into, in. I mean, I could th- their depositions were supposed to last a half hour each, and it was four and a half hours. They were under oath. And the shit that we discovered, I mean, it, you, you, I sat in the room. I drank four bottles of water because I think my legs were shaking so much because I was so pissed off.
2: Uh-huh.
0: I mean, they said that um, they chose the the 11 p.m. hour because it wasn't going to be invasive to our businesses and our bottom line. And when we asked what bars and restaurants did you ask, and he said, "Oh, we didn't ask anybody." Well, how do you know about a bottom line of a restaurant if right. you haven't asked anybody? Yeah, yeah. And then we asked him, "What bars and restaurants have you been to personally?" And he couldn't name a single bar restaurant in his county, not even like I went and tested somebody. He'd been the he's been the health director for 13 months and couldn't name a single bar restaurant. But he's the one closing us all at 11. Wow. So was, where
3: where does the information come from then? If he doesn't know what the hell's in it, from other counties, from other counties. He so was following St. Louis County, St. Louis City. Got you. Okay. So really, no no science whatsoever. No None. rhyme or reason. Just take this from here and take this from here, put it together. It's hey, it's all made I'm up. And make sure you, you vote. Yeah, Yeah. okay.
2: Wouldn't you think? Like, so you said, like, by them being being wild, wild west over here. Wouldn't you think they would have thought that it was going to bring St. Louis County people over here? Well,
1: initially, that's what they wanted until they found out that sometimes people from St. Louis don't look like us.
0: There really was. I mean, really, like that. It it really came out in a really ugly way. Mm. That they were. By shutting us down a lot of pot they're kind of trying to segregate St. Louis County and St. Louis County and city to St. Charles County. Main Street had some issues they had a couple shootings um and and now you know like even now um, you cannot have a DJ on Main Street and you cannot have dancing anywhere. That's still in effect that's still in effect oh, I didn't know that holy shit
3: and that's a direct result of all of this that happened mm-hmm. yeah no Man. kidding.
1: When when they allowed us to stay open past eleven, that was their like their makeup, like all right, fine, you guys can stay open, but no no foot no dancing. It's all footloose so, rules. That now. is
0: footloose. It is. So so during his press conference, he said, uh, "I'm Mayor Footloose," and he laughed about it. Well, there's a few bars and, and restaurants down on on Main Street, and this only affects Main Street. It's not really out here. Um, he said, "I'm Mayor Footloose. You guys can't dance. You can't have loud music." Um, and he joked about it. Well. To those businesses, that's how they're making their money, and you're cutting a ton of money off their bottom line and laughing about it. Mm-hmm. And, like, you, I mean... No one cares. And, no, and I mean, you, you realize why people don't, you know, like, fight back against your government or say the government's trying to screw us? It's because of shit like that. And you sit on a TV and laugh at the whole thing, right? right? Like, I mean, you just can't make that shit up, man. It's just not... It's, To say it's not fair is an understatement,
2: right?
3: Once again, it kind of defies logic for me because businesses make counties and cities thrive, right? You want that tax revenue to continue to come in. And it seems like they're pulling out the rug from underneath that in this area to complement or or to satisfy this other area. I guess the need for safety, the need for reaction to COVID, to the pandemic. So we got to garner these votes. But how could they possibly sustain that if businesses are going out of business Right, Where, where's the tax revenue going to come from? So I don't, I don't understand that. It just seems so chaotic, and, and there's no rhyme or
0: reason to what anybody is doing anymore. Well, there's, there's, there's a little rhyme or reason. Uh, you know, there was never any mandates put on Walmart or Home Depot, or I mean, th- that's one thing. I mean, when we started getting stimulus money, I mean, we had a hardware store right up the street that was they were going to close, and they stayed open because their garden department was so fucking busy, and. Mm. Because there was money being spent in the community, but there's no mandates on them. There's no man, you know, but the tax money, Walmart, Home Depot, Lowe's, all them, there's they, they wanted all their big tax money, but the little guys like me and him didn't give a shit about them. Gotcha. They wanted to say, save face on the news and they thought by closing us down, they were, they were doing that. Wow. So the bigger corporations are bringing in the bigger lion's share of the
3: tax dollars. And so screw the little guy, mm-hmm. right? Is that what we're getting at? Yep wow
1: basically but it's it's a double-edged sword because by doing that you're not helping out the community nearly as much as you think you are by going mm-hmm. to these big box stores you're just helping a CEO pad his wallet with another billion dollars sure you know and when you come to a place like shamrocks let's say because they've got so many more people that allows Ashley to buy her kids shoes that allows you know any of these you know what units going to school you know it it when, you can, when you're enabling more local people to spend more money locally, mm-hmm. everybody profits off of that. Right. Everybody does better. That's what the whole point of the stimulus money to begin with. Get people spending money. Yes. That's how you save the economy. Well, if you can spend it so that if I can spend a dollar at Kyle, which allows him to spend a dollar someplace else around here, mm-hmm. that's how you do it. But if I spend it at Home Depot, then that dollar just goes into the pockets
0: of Somewhere the CEO. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 38 for we we did a thing. Um, what was it called? Project 38. And basically what it was is from every dollar you spend in a local restaurant or business, 38 cents stays in the community. When you do when you spend it at a big box store, it's less than 10 cents. So like you like you said, you're just padding the big CEOs. And really, you know, like people don't understand. They like schnooks will have a record-breaking year. Walmart, they will have a record-breaking year. Mm-hmm. There's breweries that if you can get it, go, get your cans and stuff into the stores are having record years because nobody would go to the bars and restaurants and everybody was going to the grocery store to buy their stuff. So yeah. it's,
1: I can't get draft beer right now. That's what I survive on is draft beer. I can't get it hardly at all because the brewery, is still, they're still making beer, but they're putting it all in cans and bottles because that's where, that's where, that's where it's still. selling. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Yeah. Wow.
1: Plus... Distributors don't want to bring in draft because of the hours limitations put on bars. So they're not selling draft. Yeah. So now beer's going bad and it's costing them money. It's all trickled down, man. It, it One little move hurts everything. Right. You
3: know? Yeah. And, and th- this conversation kind of took a, a turn into some things I didn't anticipate, but it was very important. I'm glad we did, talking about the way that these uh, local governments, municipalities are, are – trying to manage things or, or what it is they're doing. A lot of corruption, it seems like. A lot of chasing our tails and not knowing what the hell they're doing, seemingly at least. Uh, I wonder if it's like that in, like, everywhere. Have you heard yeah. about other other places, other cities, anything like that where the same kind of chicanery is going on?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I know. I mean, you want to talk about, the two, like, New York is huge. They shut down all restaurants. I think six months, most of them, were done. I mean, there was a lot of people... That were out, I mean, all these people are out of jobs. California still is not opened up. I wow. mean, they're still doing the same shit. Not, there's no groups. You know, comedy clubs. That's We were talking about stand-up comedy earlier. Um, you know, the, the biggest one um, in California is not open still um, because of COVID. So I wonder,
3: I, politics are probably a little different. I, I assume it's politics as usual in those places as well. You think there's a lot of the same things going on there as it is here? Like... Uh, lining of pockets, uh, trying to make people feel safe, trying to get votes it's pretty much the same across the board. Yeah. You feel
1: like? I assume politics are politics and they're probably all going to, you know, politicians going to politic.
3: Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I knows? know
0: during COVID I went down and spent a weekend down in Dallas and when I was there, it's very similar to St. Louis County. It's mass as soon as you walk in the restaurant. Um, and if your server came up to your table, you had to put a mask on. The only time you could take it off is if you're eating or drinking um they they were so strict on their stuff At at each door by their liquor license it said uh the first one you get a warning that if you if you cuz they're i think there were 25% capacity um or mat, if you weren't requiring people to wear masks so they get a warning the first one was a $2000 fine the third one was a $5000 fine and the owner of the restaurant got a felony on their record holy crap but now now that there's new government in after this last election, what did Texas do two weeks ago? They full, got rid of everything. Full fucking bore. They didn't, I mean, they took off all mask mandates. They're allowing people, I mean, full stadiums. The, the, the Texas Rangers are doing full stadiums. How do you go from so so strict, we're going to give you a felony if we warn you too many times, to do whatever the fuck you want? Right. Yeah.
2: But they're going to say that it's because all these COVID shots are rolling out though, right? Sure. Yeah. There
0: was some timing there. I mean,
3: I don't know if you all are into the conspiracy theories at all about all of this. There are a lot of them floating around, but I think one of them is, is the timing of the vaccinations and things like that and the the opening back up of all of this. Sure. Um, and if you look at the numbers, it did seem like there was a downward trend in COVID numbers. Um, I don't watch it really closely, but there was a downward trend in overall numbers right before the vaccine was rolled out. And But you know, the vaccine is getting all the credit for this, along with the timing of opening businesses back up and whatnot. Uh, seems kind of fishy, you know, it yeah. seems like the timing was just a little too coincidental. Uh, but I think it was California, though, where they were having to, I don't know if it was a mandate per se, or just a recommendation, but they were having to put their mask, take it off while they ate a bite of food, and then put it back on as they chew. Did you all see that? That's why way it was at the done. Blues game. We went yeah. to the
1: Blues game on Monday, Sunday, and it's same way there. In St. Louis. Right here. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. My goodness. Yeah.
3: That just, it, it just, I don't know.
1: They, they have a video that they played at every commercial break in which they showed a guy eating a sandwich. Take his mask off, take a
0: bite, put the mask on, chew. This is how you do it. Yep. Just yep. like this. They, those, they, the ushers have big signs waving, Matt, put your mask on.
2: Those would be the grossest masks when you walked out of there ever. Hell yeah. Ever. Ugh.
3: Speaking of, have you seen the ladies that wear a lot of facial makeup when they take their masks off, how, how caked they are? <laughs> yeah. It gets pretty gross. I would think that's probably more unhygienic. picture than- of the people that
2: go on like, vacation and they've got their mask on and they got the sun tan, but uh-huh. yeah, With the <laughs> Perfect. <Right>. It's hilarious.
3: <laughs> well, if we could, let's focus a little bit more on on the good stuff, on, on what people can do because you got a lot of good content a lot of good ideas about what people can do to support you all and others in local business. Let's, let's drive some inspiration into them. What can people do, you know, specifically, generally, anything you've got just to really rev up the, the population to support locals, man, support mom and pop, support anything but the big box.
1: You know, that's all a, I could say, yeah. you know, maybe if you want chicken wings, go to a Shamrocks, not a
0: B-Dubs, you know. yeah, You know, it's a, a lot of those things that we do, and I think we all do them, is that you go for convenience sometimes. It's very easy for me to go to Walmart instead of going to my local market that, you know, like Anthony's Produce, that's right by us. You know, it's got a guy's name. That's his family that works there. Mm -hmm. Instead of going and even trying to save a little money, go and realize that you're actually supporting someone that has a family that is really caring about their job, that's worked their whole lives to make this little market, this restaurant, this bar, this brewery, whatever it is, go and take the time to spend, drive a little longer or spend just a small amount more money and realize you're actually affecting your community in a positive way. Yeah. And, And the other big thing that I really learned about a ton is Amazon. And I, I shop on Amazon. I get a package here almost every day, but it's convenient. It's if you can go somewhere and, and find those things, um, go to somewhere that that you can you know that has like I said, that's local, that's independent, um, instead of you know buying it online. Yeah,
3: yeah, and you know there is some science behind that. We are evolutionarily manufactured to eat and drink the things that are local to us you know we, we are used to our environment we're not used to an environment across the seas or even across the country somewhere else and so the more locally sourced stuff that you get food wise especially I was thinking about how I like to go to this place that we have down close to home earth mother earth mother foods, foods I think something like that it, yeah. um, I get my my honey from there you know they've mm-hmm. got great honey that's just uh, extracted whatever you do with honey they get it from the bees right <laughs> they get that from just I don't know thirty forty miles down the road, and the same with the cinnamon. I buy cinnamon there, and I buy you know my oats there for oatmeal. Yeah. You know the steel cut oats. It's all locally sourced, like it's close, and that's how we're supposed to actually eat and drink, and, and is supposed to be a, a tighter community. We're not supposed to get our meats from China sent over here or from South America. Now, now, granted, we can't grow avocados here, I don't think, and so we got to get those from down south, and I love avocados, so I'm yeah. going to continue to buy those, but I've been more and more trying, to, and, and there's
1: butchers around. Pineapples, too.
3: Pineapples, yeah. too, right? Love me some pineapple. But there's butchers around that they they, they you know they raise their cattle closely, and they butcher it right there, and it, it's, you know it's good meat. It hasn't been through the processes of being packaged and shipped and no telling. Them God knows what. Happens you get a to that better stuff. relationship
0: with your food that way too. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's it's kind of a pride thing when you realize that you bought a product. You know, it's the same thing with beer. Like I can go and drink a beer at Jeff's, and and I can have something from a big brewery out of California or Michigan or wherever it is, and then I realize that if I buy one of his, it's it's completely different because then it brings up a conversation and we're talking back and forth about. How the beer is actually made and how what i like about it what i don't like about it what he likes about it, what he doesn't like about it it's it's a lot more fun and 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 more satisfying to get something locally than it is to to go and buy it from someone that you don't even know absolutely what about
2: as far as like ingredients in beer is it possible to get everything that you need locally i wish you wish. Yeah, it's no, no,
1: it's it's really not. Well, I mean, for for starters, you can't grow hops in this climate. Okay, you know, they, it, it's it's too hot and too dry here. Gotcha. Many people have tried um, grain, kind of the same way, you know. So I get my yeast local.
2: Okay, there you go. I mean, <laughs> about <it's> it. Man. <laughs> and your water. My water is yeah, is, water is locally <laughs> sourced. You want to have it shipped in? Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> Well, if, so. if, if
3: anyone hasn't sat and talked to a brewer, though, about the process or took, taken a tour, you know, and just drank the beer that they brewed on site, they don't know what they're missing. Yeah. Because it's awesome.
0: It's just awesome. You'll there, never there's find love put into someone that. more passionate about beer than a local brewer. Absolutely. Ever, right? Yep. Yeah. And then, and, you know, like we have Anheuser-Busch that Jeff continues to fight, you know, day by day. But those guys, they call themselves brewers. And Jeff taught me this, that they're really not brewers. They're scientists. They... To make Bud Light taste the same way across the world is not brewing beer. It's every molecule is the exact same fucking way every right. single batch. Yeah. yeah,
1: calling them not brewers is not an insult at all. Either that's a that's a compliment. Yeah, it's the way that that's intended. So, wow, I get it. It's it's something to be able to do
3: that. Yeah, but it's still not the same as brewing beer, right? Sure. Because there's going to be some minute differences in, in what you Absolutely. brew. Absolutely, it's it's nature. It's science. It's you know you put all this stuff together and it's. There's a process, right? You Mm -hmm. can't always be in complete control of that process unless you are, in fact, a scientist that can brew beer and taste the same in China as it does in St. Charles. Exactly. They take the
0: passion out of it. I think that's what I've learned a lot, being a part of the brewery community, um, knowing guys like Jeff, that that to see their eyes when someone drinks one of their beers and says, fuck, this beer is good, is so different than the guy that's behind the computer and isn't even moving hoses. You know, it's not – it's just – you hit a button, and the beer goes down this way, and it goes into this tank, and then you hit another button and the yeast or whatever. It's it's so different than what they do to actually create the beer here. Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: They don't even have to hit a button more than once anymore, <laughs> <laughs> for real. They click a mouse and say start, yeah. and then they it tells them when the beer is done yeah. That's wild. In, in a week.
0: Yeah.
3: I mean, God bless them. They do what they do. They yeah. they supply a lot of and beer we all drink beer. it. I'm, uh, there's right.
0: two of us drinking it, right? Yeah.
2: Well, to say like if you had the option of being able to do it that easily, you would.
0: Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> he also wouldn't be here talking to us. He'd be worth a lot more. <laughs> no, also true. He would not be worried about a <laughs> COVID PPD <and> loan, <laughs> 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 fucking cerebral entertainment. Who, 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 the, hell. Fuck who the, the hell are I'm you? A barstools podcast? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, important. <is> <laughs>
1: Well, like we can do. It. I'd call Joel Rogan. No, you think I'm going to do your stupid <laughs> show? <laughs>
3: we appreciate yeah. you guys jumping on. Yeah, we've, we've got the big show tonight. Uh, Nimical drives playing just right yeah, across excited. the parking lot. A good friend of ours, Mr. Joel Colby, is going to be doing his thing, and, and a couple of other bands going to be up there. We also got a couple of comedians up tonight.
0: Uh, there's one comedian, <laughs> not me. Well, I mean, there's, <laughs> there's a one guy that actually does. There's, there's a, a g- comedian and another guy telling jokes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> at <laughs> least
2: we think they're jokes. We'll find out in a little bit. Yeah, right.
3: <laughs> we're gonna find out if it's actually comedy or not. But
0: yeah, man, we're looking forward to that. I, I know you're nervous, but yeah, any- I, I, I shouldn't have opened my mouth and said it was a part of my bucket list to do stand-up comedy. And our buddy Joel made it happen. But uh, I'm excited. And I'm nervous. I don't get nervous anymore talking to people, but
2: is it a good nervous though? It- I'll tell you in a little bit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've done. I'll tell you, I think I did it the right way. I, you know, I'm not walking up there with a piece of paper. I've rehearsed. I've I've taken time. I've eliminated jokes that I thought sucked. Yeah, I talked a lot in front of my dog today.
2: <laughs> she likes I, the
0: set. I want to know. Can I see the jokes that didn't make the cut after the show? Yes. All right. Yeah, yeah. I'll All tell right. you. I'll actually tell you one of them. And it really it was kind of just like a, a, just the basis of an idea and it was about um 2020 not being known for COVID, but the year of the karens and i had this dream while stoned that i uh i held the royal rumble and it all had karens and i just had them running down the ramp like macho randy randy savage with their feathered hair all out. and they get in the ring and all they do is bitch at each other <laughs> so that was uh it was kind of just like an idea uh but uh there was a lot of shit that had to get cut out or didn't make it. I, I, th- I'm i more excited to watch your three minutes than I am Joel Sauer. <laughs> <laughs>
2: totally. Uh,
0: this, will, this guy will be my hardest critic, too. I'll be Damn looking right at him a little bit. We've already right.
2: decided we're going to laugh hysterically at everything. <laughs> we're going to support you 100%. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I appreciate
0: that. The yell, so hopefully I'll, I'll do the boos. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, you think they'd let me hook my phone up and we'd do like that family guy laugh after every single oh, joke? God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think either way,
3: if it's on your bucket list, man, this is an opportunity. It's going to be a fantastic time. Yeah, I have
0: a very odd bucket list and this was a part of it. And uh, I'll be I'll be happy to knock this one off and start moving on to something else. Okay. A- any
3: other bucket list
0: items you want to share? while your... uh, Weird ones? Whatever. Um, so, you know, in New Zealand, before they play rugby matches... They do the like traditional yeah. dance where they scream and yell and beat on each other. Uh-huh. I want to be a part of one of those. Okay, but I want to do it in New Zealand. So, guys, I, I'm I don't have kids. I'm I love to travel, and that'll be something that I'd love tra- I'd love to try to do. A <laughs> okay. haka, it's called. Gotcha,
1: Jeff. Nice. You got something for us? Any bucket list items? <laughs> nah, I just want to keep my business open. That, <laughs> <laughs> that's my bucket list right now. That's number one on it, man. <laughs> that's a good one. I like well, that one. Let's too. check that one off,
2: uh, please. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: alright guys well, we've got to close down we've got a show to get to pretty soon so once again appreciate it I gotta go over the, uh, there and do sound up, check right now uh, yeah so <laughs> get on the move. are you
0: fucking kidding me no I'm not, no, I, I am not I, I'm not joking I do have to go over there right now because the comedian that's actually a comedian is gonna listen to my set and give you some pointers so nice yeah. All right. he's, he's a good dude mm-hmm. I've not met him yet we've had him on um, the show we've had him on the show before yeah, yeah. good yeah. Yeah. who is yeah. it
2: Max Price I know he does I I, I was. so he's expensive I don't know what that means. What? Max his name is Max Price. Price. Oh, I, sure. <laughs>
0: P R Y C. He's a comedian. I know. Right? <laughs> uh, Maybe he should be on your bucket list, too. Maybe. I, I, I watched some of his stuff last night. I've not seen him, but he was tagged on uh, a social media post. So I got to go and see stuff. He's funny. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's been around the scene for quite a while. Quite a, while. Yeah. Quite he a few He travels a
0: little bit, too.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, guys. So let's do this thing. All right, guys. You're out. Thanks again to our friends, Jeff Britton and Kyle Dent. And thank you, CEP listener. Remember that word of mouth is like a big, frosty, locally brewed craft beer to us. So don't forget to tell your friends and family about the great variety that you hear right here on the CEP. Subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you consume the podcast that you love so much so that you can keep the variety coming straight to your ear holes with the automaticity also on that note when you go to apple podcast it would help us immensely if you would give us a five-star rating while you're there to show your love for the cep and speaking of love we love it when you give us all of your love on the socials so go to the socials give us some love and be sure to visit the all new and improved launching pad for all things cerebral at the cepodcast.com and of course if you need to contact us you can do that at cerebral at the cepodcast.com And also, don't forget, of course, that we have official CEP merch at buyjack.com slash CEP. And that's representing all three of the shows on the CEP network. So get out there and get your CEP gear today. That's all I've got, folks. So until next time, be sure to keep those big, beautiful brains of yours nice and warm out there. See ya.